Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Hey, Andrew. First of all, congrats on the uh, contract extension. We're glad to keep you here. Uh, I wanted to ask about your, uh, this is like a couple years old now, but back in 2019 when you went to Austria, that move fascinated me. And I just wondered if you could talk a little, about, a little, bit, a little bit about how that helped with your development as a player. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, the biggest thing was I was at a place with the Monarchs where um, I didn't know if there was going to be a future here uh, with the first team. So the biggest thing was trying to find a new path for myself, um, trying to find the love for the game again that I had previously lost um, over the years. Um, and for me, it was just a completely new experience in a different culture, different league, different country, um, and dealing with promotion and relegation, an, an idea that really fascinated me. Um, so, you know, just going over there and being able to um, learn from coaches over there to see, um, get seen by new eyes um, was just something that I wanted wanted to do and I embraced it and I think I really found my found my confidence over there and it's something that I brought back to Salt Lake with me and I would definitely say that that confidence has showed confidence has showed over the past two years um what would you say is one of your biggest reasons why you want to stay at Real Salt Lake you've been in the system for a long time now uh what is one of the main things that keeps you here with Real Salt Lake yeah I think you know um, that that's a big part of it. The fact that I have been in this system for so long. Um, it's a club that when I first joined the academy at at 16, um, my dream was to always one day reach the first team and play for the first team. That goal um, was was always at the at the front of my mind there. Um, and you know now now signing this you know this contract extension um, recently, um, I couldn't be happier to co- commit my future to this club. And I'm you know super excited about what Pablo is building here. And I think we, we set a really good foundation last year. Um, and I'm just excited to be a part of the development of our team and, you know, to keep progressing, keep getting better day by day and seeing if we can um, build something special here and win some trophies. All right, perfect. We'll uh, move on to Ethan Kershaw. Ethan, your line's open. Hey, Andrew, thanks for your time today. And um, again, congrats on the, the new contract. Um, I kind of have a question about the upcoming game this week. Um, obviously, Austin's at second in the West right now. Very good and potent attacking force with guys like Diego Fagundes, Sebastian Driussi, and uh, Maxi Arudi, obviously, who has been a bit of a thorn in um, in the team's side in the past. Um, for for you, as kind of a, a wherever you end up playing, you know, right back or left back, as far as advancing in the attack. Has Pablo kind of spoken with you about like 
this week specifically there being a balance with how much you get forward and then how much you need to defend so that, you know, you don't allow the, the guys who are attacking to have a lot of chances? Yeah, you know, I think it's a lot of the same things that we've been doing defensively. Um, you know, we've played some some really good attacking teams and it's about, you know, staying compact in our shape, um, not letting the ball get behind us. Um, and then, you know, attacking wise, I think it's, you know, it's making their wingers uncomfortable. If that means dropping deeper to receive the ball, meaning that they have to press me higher and, you know, um, that's, that's tiring for them to do. So it's finding that balance between dropping deeper and then maybe can I break a line um, and advance the ball forward where then they have to chase me. So I think it's just picking my moments. Um, um, there's times where I'm going to be able to drive the ball forward. And then, then there's going to be times where, you know, maybe I sit back and we keep it for a little bit and make them chase. Um, I think it just kind of depends on what the situation is and what the game gives us. Um, we'll go to DJ. DJ, your line's open. I'm curious what you think of uh, of RSL's attack here. There are a lot of multi-goal games early in the season, and uh, it's been a bit of a dry spell here. One goal in the last uh, 407 minutes. What do you What do you think has happened? Have teams adjusted, and you got to adjust the adjustments? What's going on? Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's you know it's definitely something we're working on, trying to get better at. Um, I think it's about. Um, trying to keep the ball in spaces higher up the field. I think against Nashville in the first half, we didn't do a good enough job um, maintaining possession in their end. Um, and ultimately, that's that's how you you score goals and create chances. Um, I think towards the second half, we had a little bit more confidence there to drive the ball forward and play between the lines. And I think that's something that we need to need to bring this weekend at home. Um, you know, at home, I think we have a pretty good record. Um, I think, you know, it's a, it's an opportunity for us to get three points this weekend. And I think it's about having the confidence to play and the confidence to confidence to run, run at players and create new angles for each other in the, in the attacking third. How does a contract extension uh, alter your confidence level? What kind of impact does it have on your game? Yeah. I mean, I, th- I definitely think it's, it helps my confidence um, knowing that the club is committed to me. And now, you know, it's on me to, you know, repay them and show them that they made a good decision here. Um, I think, I think for me, it's just, you know, I want to keep going out there every single day and, and prove to them that, you know, I belong in this roster. I belong um, as a starter um, and, you know, showing them that, you know, they made the right decision. Thank you. All right. Uh, Dana, you're open. Hey, Andrew. I just wanted to kind of ask you about, um, being, being a homegrown product, how much pride you take in that? I know RSL takes a ton of pride in developing their homegrown guys, but just to come up with guys like Justin Glad and Aaron Herrera and David Ochoa, um, what does that mean to you to uh, maintain that, that um, you know, continuity throughout the, the entire program? No, I, th- I take immense pride in it. Um, I, you know, when I was on the Monarchs, I – grew up watching RSL every single game. I'd come to all the games. I'd watch all the away games on TV, um, hoping that one day I would, you know, be in the shoes of Justin Glad, Aaron Herrera, uh, Jordan Allen previously, you know, those kind of guys. Um, you know, I really wanted to just be a part of it. Um, and even back then, I just wanted to, I just wanted to be on the roster. You know, I wanted to be player number, whatever, 28 out of 28, just training with the first team. Um, so, you know, I just, coming into the academy when I was 16 the goal was to always okay let's get to the first team how how can we do that it would be it'd be amazing to play for the club that we represented at the academy level and I think I have you know an interesting perspective because I represented the club 
at every single level of the academy with the Monarchs and now with the first team. So um, this this club is um, close to my heart, um, and I'm you know I'm just super excited to be able to extend my stay here and keep progressing um, with the club that you know that I love. And then, how nice will it be uh, to be back home? Do you, do you feel like those goals are going to come in front of that another sold out crowd? Yeah, you know, um, we we love playing in front of our home fans. Um, we we buzz off that the energy that they bring us. And I think um, coming out this weekend, uh, we know we can take points at home. I think we know it has to be three. Um, and, you know, we're just excited to come out with confidence in front of our fans and, you know, hopefully put a couple on the back of the net. 